I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. This is the Steelers Standard on Steelers Nation Radio and Podcast on Steelers.com. Playoffs. <laughs> 14 teams enter, one team leaves. Power ranking time. <laughs> All right, that. We're going to do our top 14 playoff teams here. Mm-hmm. 10 through 4 or 11 through 14 are in the JDQ MTC, and then we got our top 10, but all 14 teams are going to be ranked. Are you not doing 15? I am going to do a 15. You said you're doing 15. My number 15 is going to be that right on the outside looking in team. Like, think Steelers or Lions last year. Who do I think is. Got the potential, but didn't last year. Didn't last missed. year we like did like a normal one and we still put like the Steelers in the top 10 or something? Yeah, probably. That sounds like us. <laughs> that sounds like us. Um,. Okay, so, are you ready for my number 15 team? I'll build up to it. I'll build up to it. So you're going 15 to 11. No, I'm going to go to 11 to 15. No, do 15 to 11. No, 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 because that's the build up. Everybody everybody at home wants to know who I think the best team is that missed the playoffs. Number 11, I have Pittsburgh. So did I. They didn't make my top 10. Neither neither did I. But 11. 11's good. Number 12, the Houston Texans. Whoa! Mm Mm-hmm. Rookie quarterback, you always got to be weary of him, even though he's a star. Oh, he went very uh, different. Number 13, Green Bay Packers. We went very different. Number 14, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Wow. And my number 15 team, the best team to not make the playoffs is Jacksonville. And here's why. Uh, Get out of here. Uh, if Trevor Lawrence is healthy this year, they're in the playoffs comfortably. Am I wrong? Tell uh, me I'm wrong. Trevor, he was healthy. He's lost his last five games that he played. He was healthy. He played. He was healthy. Sorry, not healthy. He played, though. He played. I'm going to break your shoulder, and then we're going to go out there, and we're going to throw the football around, and we're going to see how good you are. Okay, we'll see. All right, who's your... Okay, number 11. I, I did this very differently from you. Number 11, Pittsburgh Steelers. Yes. Number 12, the Philadelphia Eagles. Number 13, the Miami Dolphins. And number 14, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Mm. Okay, well, your number 13 team is my number 10 team to kick things off. This is where I have the Miami Dolphins. I just think that they have proven at every turn how soft they are. Yep. And they have shown that's that... why I didn't put them in the... That's uh, why I did put it in the All right. And I've just, I feel like that just illustrates, you know, how bad they are um, when it comes to these weighty games. And they're all weighty games now. Mm-hmm. So 
They're my number 10 team because I still think they have more talent than the teams that I had in my JDQMTC, but they have not realized their talent's potential yet. And going into Arrowhead, and by the way, did you see the forecast for that game? It's, it's going to be like, like two one of the degrees. second coldest games in NFL history two degrees. is what they're yeah. saying. So, Saw that. Uh, a soft team from South Beach going there, that's not going to go well. So nope. they're going to be one and done this year. And you have to say it's a disappointment, right? Absolutely. Especially after winning. Especially this, after going the start. Going to the playoffs last right. year, too. And, you know, you didn't have Tua, but you still put up a fight. You're thinking, oh, we get Tua next year and we get in. Look mm-hmm. out. Uh, and you're gonna be well, guess what? You got Tua. You're going to be one and, and done. Tua had a good season. I wouldn't put this all on Tua. No, I would not either. No, I would not either. I mean, they started, I mean, they finished 11-6, and six, but they started 6-2. and two. They were at 1.9-3. and three. And then they lose what? They only, they go two and three down the stretch. You can't do that, especially when one of those losses was to Tennessee, uh, at home for that matter. And you were up what fourteen points with like three minutes left. Can't lose that game. All right, my number ten team. This is where I have the Green Bay Packers. I think it's hard to deny you Jordan love. You love my quarterback. You love my quarterback. I, I, Tom, t- I told you about this guy, and then I told you not about this guy. I told you I, to get off Here's of how it went. Here's how it went. Here's how it went. I was wrong, then I was right, and then I was wrong again. You were right, then and then wrong, you were wrong, then and right then you were right again. As long as I was right at the end, that's all that matters. As long as I was right at some point, no. I'll take that. Um, I think it's hard to deny Jordan Love at this point. And I really think, you know, Dallas is going to feel the pressure of, even though it's not Rodgers and even though it's not Favre, they're still going to look at that helmet and see the green G and think, oh my God, here we are again, and our season is going to lose to one of two teams between the Packers and the Niners. Not only would they have to be worried about the logo on the side of their helmet and that team being one of the two boogeymen in the playoffs recently, but Jordan loves playing as well as Aaron Mm -hmm. Rodgers ever played. You know, he's playing as well as that guy who tortured Dallas ever did. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had a better rookie year than Rodgers had. Right. I keep saying rookie year by mistake. because uh, But because first, first crack, year. first starting. He had, his best, yeah. he had a better first crack at a starting quarterback gig than Rodgers did, and he made the playoffs, which Rodgers did not. So, mm-hmm. you know, not only is it that G giving you PTSD, the quarterback's pretty damn good, too. All right, number nine for me, because your number 10 team was the Packers. Mm-hmm. I have the Philadelphia Eagles here at number nine. I got a boop. I just like what? I just like I just like (laughs) I want to still buy into the talent that they have and the winning culture that they have. And I think Sirianni's a good coach. Do you think this all results from them kicking off that head of security, Dom DeSantis? It's weird. I, I don't want to say it, it is. Didn't do anything to it, but the but timeline the is so correlation. Yeah, the, coinci- the coincidence. Right, right, right. Uh, but for all, in all seriousness, like I want this team. Not to say that I'm an Eagles fan, but I'm saying Rooting I want to right. say this team is a Super Bowl contender because I I think they are, but. I don't think any team has had as bad of a December as they had, December, January, as they had and, and rallied to win the Super Bowl. So, Especially when you're a team that's defending, you're defending conference champions. You right. had a 10 and 1 start. Right. Like you were in the driver's seat mm-hmm. for almost all of the season. And then the Niners come into your house. Jalen Hurts looking like the MVP. You know, a lot of people thought he could have won it the year before. And now he's saying, I'm not going to let that happen again. Now the Niners, when the, the Niners came into to the link and just smoked them, and it's been all downhill ever since for the Eagles. Your number nine team. 
My number 19, this is where I have the LA Rams. My number 18 is the LA Rams. You what was the thing you sent me about Stafford? Oh, and... it was the, from the new Batman movie where it was like Stafford going into Ford Field and it was that scene where he has the the rain on him and he's going, I'm vengeance. Yeah. And then did you see the one that I sent you? Yes. It was like a video Kung of Panda. Kung Fu Panda, the Lions bringing in that that uh dragon warrior and then training him the and white then tiger, yeah. and then he leaves and then he comes back fully grown, ready to take on his master, and it's Matt Stafford. It's the best matchup of For the For sure, week. without uh, without question. McCarthy going up against Green Bay is good, but it's not as good as Stafford going into Detroit. And I worry for the safety of the mental health of the so Detroit So do I. Oh, so do I. And and granted, a lot of that fan base just won an Addy because there's a lot of overlap between yeah, Michigan, between Michigan. and Detroit. That's a good point. They got, oh, that's a good they point. They got an Addy in their back pocket. That's a good point. Week. There probably are very few residents of Michigan that, that aren't, aren't Michigan fans and Detroit Lions right. fans. Yeah, but losing to Matthew Stafford. Oh, that's got to kill you. Such a gut punch. What just a whirlwind that must be. They are hosting a playoff game for the first time in 30 years, and. Arguably, no, not even arguably, the best quarterback in their franchise's history is now coming back and the guy that they have to be. It's not arguable. No, he's the best, best player no, is arguable. Yeah, I was going to maybe go there, but in, and I was even going to get Barry Sanders out of there and say best player in that time frame, but then I was like, yeah, Megatron. Yeah, Megatron right. Megatron was better. It's, it's arguable, but best quarterback without question. Without question in Lions franchise history, and now he's the guy you got to get over the hump. Um to get your first playoff win in a long time. And, by the way, Jared Goff, and this is how bad the Lions history at quarterback has been, not that far off. Not that far off from being right up at the top of that totem pole with Stafford as far as Lions quarterbacks goes. Really, these past two quarterbacks for Detroit, it's been like Babylon for that fan base. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is the best it's been between, and you didn't even have one. You transitioned to another one, and it's still pretty damn good. So, it's just so funny how sports has this just incoherent ability to be a soap opera. And this is such a soap opera type of matchup. I cannot wait for it. And I'm picking the Rams to beat them, and it's going to be so sad. I don't know who I'm picking, but it's definitely going to be sad if we do see the Rams knock off the yeah, Lions. And it's not as sad Matt the Stafford. other way, right? Because Stafford's got his no, ring. No, he's, he's And you know what? I'm sure Matt Stafford, if he loses to the Lions... We'll be rooting for the Lions. Moving forward, maybe. I, it just won't feel as bad for Like him. every team, every team you lose to, you're like, oh God, we should have beat it them. I don't like, want them to win the won't next be like, round. Oh, they moved on from Stafford and now they're succeeding and he's not there to do it. He already won his ring. Yeah, he already he's is fine. successful. He's, he's fine. probably going to the Hall of Fame. It would just be kicking dirt in the wound considering his first year away from the team he won his ring. And then their first time making the playoffs since he's moved on. They had to face him, and then he sends them home. Face him with a team that no one thought was going to be. No, but he has them no. here and with a chance to win. All right, all right. So my number, number that, my number eight team. This is where I have the Kansas City Chiefs. My number seventeen Whoa. is the Kansas City Chiefs. <sighs> kind of like the Eagles, right? Like you want to say that. Yeah, I'm actually surprised I had the Eagles outside or in my JDQ and to see I have the Chiefs at eight. They have I honestly put the Chiefs at 10 and put the Rams at 9, or Rams at 8 and the Packers at 
Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't push back if you said the Rams are playing better than the Chiefs, but I think the the test, though, if they were playing on a neutral field, we'd both still pick the Chiefs to win that game, even though the form of the Rams is a little bit better. Mm -hmm. But, again, Kansas City, Philadelphia, two peas, same pod. Like, you guys should be Super Bowl contenders. I should believe that your Final Four good at least. But just something about you, just there's a hang-up. I can't get there. I can't get there either. And I, did you see the big stat? I mean, there's been a lot of hiccups on this offense for the Kansas City Chiefs. Did you see the biggest one of all? No, tell me. Travis Kelsey just broke his streak of most consecutive 1,000 yard seasons by an NFL tight end. Oh, that's right. He only had like 900 because he or something, fi- right? he did not play in the finale against the Chargers. You know what that is? Huh? You know what that is? It's the Taylor Swift it's effect. Taylor Swift effect. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, do now. the math, bro. It, it lines up, that's, man. But that's big. Read the tea leaves, man. That's big. Uh, it is big. Not to say that I. Oh, I think because he didn't get there, they're that's gonna like lose. A statistical benchmark for their era, right. not ending, but kind of. That shows off. you just how weird this season has been for them. Well, I mean, and, and you know what? They deserve this because this guy, Travis Kelsey, all Taylor Swift jokes aside, was on a short life, uh, a short lifespan anyway. He's up there in age. He's been a physical player for his entire career, not so much blocking wise, but you know he takes a beating over the middle, right. and he oh he's a tough sob for sure. So he's gonna fade eventually. Mm-hmm. Like he's towards the end of his career, not the beginning. Um, so it, it, I mean, it, he's been it, around. He's he's been here for ten years. To to continue to have your offensive, you know, weaponry revolve around him like he's the son, um, is foolish for the Chiefs because yeah. that drop off <laughs> was gonna come. It did come this year. Uh, mm-hmm. Not dramatically, he's still a great player and can still certainly win a couple of games, him and Mahomes, in these playoffs. But I'm just saying, you got to fill out with some wide... Like, they should take two to three wide receivers in the draft yeah. this year. Like, Definitely. honestly, their first two picks should be wide receivers. Yeah. Without so question. they, they got to start supplementing talent because Kelsey cannot just keep doing Do it, it all. on his own. Right. Yep. Uh, all right, so that was right, your, so your number, number seven. seven team? My number seven team is where the Cleveland Browns. <laughs> Okay, it's fair. They're playing some Got the good brownie. football. In I'll tell you Cleveland. who's playing some good football. Joe Flacco's playing some good football. Yeah, but he's not the reason why you're <laughs> picking them to do something in the playoffs, right? He's not. Sorry, repeat that. Like he's not the reason why you have confidence in the Browns, is it? It's the defense for me. Oh no, I disagree. You don't think he's gonna turn back into a pumpkin at all. He hasn't. It's been, you it's know, the playoffs though. Now we we we've said it about Mason Rudolph. Like you do it once, great. You do it twice, okay. You did it twice. You do it more, three or more times. That's a legitimate. Couldn't you see him throw three picks in this game? You can against see Houston. We've seen it. For well, I can so see. Many I can see Cleveland picking off CJ Shroud, potentially a rookie, but really the guy who didn't do, throw really any picks at who all. Who knows? Uh, but I, my no, that's the reason why my confidence, Tom. Tom, Tom. Look, you love Joe Flacco. Tom. I get it. You're a huge Flacco fan dating back to his He started games starting in December, and he's their leading passer in terms of yardage. That's not hard to do. <laughs> what are you saying? <laughs> he started games in December and set out the last week, and he's the team's leading yard passer. <laughs> what do you mean that's not hard to do? Oh, I don't want them to go on a run. He's got to start to play a little bit less then. He, he can't just keep up this straight. Or or he did go to the crossroads and he made that deal. Tom. If he, if he keeps this up, man, oh we need God. to investigate him. Five games, 1,600 yards. 
And the spiral is still just like Kenny Pickett played in what twelve and barely got to two thousand. Spiral is just like the best thing I've ever seen on the field. Still, like he still probably throws the best ball in the NFL. I'll say this: he does turn the ball over a lot. He has a lot of touchdowns. He he is yet to throw a game with a single touchdown pass. He's gone two three two three three. Okay, not bad. But. He's thrown a lot of picks too. He's thrown at least one pick in every single game. Yep, that he's played it. I know, because he just don't care. He is just slinging that all around. He's just a he's just a dad out there who gets <laughs> to play. He's like um he's like uh the rookie with a Dennis Quaid. You know right? what? Maybe that is his superpower too. Is that his kids are conscious now? Like mo- most of his kids can like process <laughs> what he's doing. You know what I mean? Like that's a big deal for sure for these guys. Like that he wants his lot, kids to see well, like really players, do well. Like, yeah, when they're in their prime. They're their young, kids are so their young. Kids are too young to get it. Mm-hmm. Like I think that's whereas why, Tom, his kids are like well, in I college. Gonna, <laughs> I was gonna <laughs> say like I bet you Brady, you know, as a family man, cherished those later Super Bowls than the earlier ones because the the kids were there and they knew they get they get that their dad is the best and mm-hmm. then what what he like when you're a baby and you're on the, just oh look at this confetti this is so fun this is crazy like. But you understand, like, your dad is the reason yeah, why the, this is happening. The image that sticks out to me is Drew Brees. Do you remember with his yes, son? Yeah. Yes. So maybe there's a little and bit of that. And now he has, like, five kids. Maybe there's an element of that to Joe Flacco. It's maybe. Like, you know, my yeah, kids maybe. know. They get it now. Like, they know what big of a deal daddy's job is. Maybe. All right. Number six for me. Yeah. How about them cowboys? <laughs> pew, 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 pew. Big D, baby. They scare <laughs> oh, the hell out. Good. They scare the hell out of me because they're at home. Um, yeah, and they're eight zero sure. at home this year, and they won't have to go on the road unless they meet San Francisco in the NFC Championship game. Uh, Packers, yes, a bit of a boogeyman, but I think despite them covering the spread, Green Bay, I mean, seven and a half points. Uh, Cowboys going to get this win. Cowboys going to move on to the divisional round, and who would they play? Probably Detroit, if I had to guess. Oh no! I just said, no. I just you said think the Rams, Rams are going to be Detroit? So Dallas and Philly in a, in a divisional round rematch because I think Philly's going to get the job done against Tampa Bay because then the Rams uh, will go because to San the Rams Francisco. will go to San, uh, Fran. San Fran. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I'd love to see Dallas and Philly. Look at this. How about this? Dallas, Detroit, Dallas, Philly. Doesn't matter. Those are juicy. I'll take either. You get the yeah, revenge aspect either. from the Detroit game, and then you get third the rubber match between Dallas. and I'll Philly. take either. Uh, All right, my number six team. You might think this is a little too rich. This is where I have the Houston Texans. Yeah, that's rich. But you trust this rookie. I, I trust the team. I trust the coach. So they after, they went out and got the division. So based on your power rankings, after all you just said about Joe Flacco, you're picking them to lose this week against the Texans. I did I not end by saying that he throws a lot of interceptions? But you were really, really high on him not turning into a pumpkin. He doesn't have to turn into a pumpkin. Doesn't mean I think he could lose the game. I just like saying that. I like saying people are going to turn into a pumpkin. Um, all right, you think Houston's going to beat the Browns? I have them higher. Really? It's a home game. You and know, if just, I had they just played them like three weeks ago in Houston, and did CJ Stroud play no, in that no, game? No, what, what I'm saying, like you just saw Cleveland. They're very familiar, right? You have film on them, and you played them at home already. So, like, this is setting it's just, up pretty to me. Well. It's a big deal to see this rookie head coach, former player of this franchise, and rookie quarterback do this thing together. I'm not predicting they're gonna. I, I, I have them ahead, but I have them ahead because I think they have a slight advantage playing at home. I don't know if I'm necessarily picking the Browns to lose that game, but I you gotta love the the Texans' confidence, right? They 
They have a lot of ups and downs this season. They come into the season with zero expectations of doing anything, right? We had said uh, at the start of the season, if the Texans win five, six games this year, that's a great sign. That means they could easily elevate to eight, nine, ten wins the next year. Well, guess what? They won nine games already in their first year with their head coach and quarterback who are both rookies. So, And they made the playoffs. The only team from that division to do so. When it looked like... You know, we, we were talking about how great the AFC North is, and they are because they're the only team ever. I'll I'll I'll, I'll honor you by saying they're the only team ever because 1935 doesn't count. Not a real year to ever finish with all four teams above 500. But there was a point where we thought, are all three between the Jags, Texans, and Colts going to make the playoffs? And they were the only ones to do it. So not only did they do that, but they beat the Colts on the way, and they took advantage of the Jags downfall or fallout, whatever. So I give the Texans a lot of credit for for finishing strong where they could have been very undisciplined, a very young team, lost sight, and they could have fallen off the wheels yep. just like the Jaguars did. Oh, such a clutch pickup, Dave. I know, right? I was worried we'd bring back the same team. Oh, no, I meant those blackout motorized shades. MVP of the room. Blinds.com made it crazy affordable to replace our old blinds. Hard to install? No, it's easy. Even you could do it. Nice. I installed these and then got some for my mom, too. What, you fly across the country to do the install? Nope. Blinds.com can do it all. All she had to do was pick what she wanted. She talked to a design consultant for free and scheduled a professional measure and install. Look at you, Hall of Fame son. Oh, I just picked the winning team. They're the number one online retailer of custom window coverings in the world. Oh, Blinds.com is the GOAT. The GOAT. He shoots. He scores. Go to Blinds.com for up to 45% off and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Go right now for up to 45% off at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Into the top five we go. Mm -hmm. My number five team is the Browns. But again, it's a lot of that defense that gives me confidence because you know what travels in the playoffs, Jacob? It's not bummy quarterbacks who are 38 years old coming off their couch. It's defense, and it's a running game. And Jerome Ford has been okay in the absence of Nick Chubb, serviceable enough. That defense is nasty. Uh, I'm excited to see C.J. Stroud get tested by that Browns. So am I. It'll be fun. I mean, you want to talk about a test. That's a test of a defense. Just brutally honest. Sure. And I don't even know why I framed it like that because it's not like I'm about to just drop some crazy truth on you or some brutal honesty that's going to like rock your world. Every game is awesome. Like every playoff game, I think, has a great storyline to it. Yeah, I guess the weakest one, Philly and Tampa. But yeah, with Philly playing as poorly, sure. As they no, are, that's that's what I, the point I was going to make being as well. In Tampa, mm-hmm. that adds a little bit of element, a little zhuzh to it, a little nice. And don't forget, these teams played each other last year. The Eagles and the Bucks. Oh no! I'm sorry. Two years, two years ago, ago, Brady said, "Get out of here, Jay." Yeah, right. Right, 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 right. In the first uh, first round, first round, and then Brady got bounced in the next round. So, a little bit of playoff familiarity little bit. between these two. Isn't it weird that the Bucks have now won three straight NFC South? Yeah, it just feels like it's such a different team. It's only been one year without Brady, but you would, if you would have told me that this is a third year ago, get out of here. Brady's been gone for forever. There's no way that's possible. Yeah, and they're in such a weird spot because the roster was ready to compete for years and years and years, but Brady was 48 years old. Mm-hmm. So 
there's this like weird purgatory where they got enough talent to be good, but they don't have the ability to pick a quarterback. They did a really good job with Baker Mayfield. I mean, yeah. could you have done better? Maybe. I don't know if you could have, though. And I know that, you know, you don't want to be stuck in that mushy middle. Well, for Tampa Bay, with all the veteran star level players that they have on offense and defense, um, I think for that locker room, it's best to make the playoffs right now. And you got to start shedding some of those guys away and you got to start shedding some of that, that those contracts and, and get younger as a team. But I think, you know, right now you're in kind of that bridge purgatory period, go ahead and make the playoffs. And they did it. So mm-hmm. kudos to Baker Mayfield and, and kudos for the Bucks front office for, you know, just because Brady left, we're not going to just completely burn down Rome yet. We might, but we're going to give it a year or maybe two and try to see if we can get a bridge guy in. And they mm-hmm. did. They did. Uh, I don't think he's the guy guy. No, he's a bridge guy though. But he, and he did better than most bridge guys did too. I I I'd point that out. I mean, Mitch Trubisky was supposed to be a bridge guy, and look where he is, third string quarterback. All right, your number five. My number five team. This is where the Detroit Lions. My number four team mm. is the Detroit Lions. High on the Cowboys, huh? How about them Cowboys? All right, spoiler alert. Number four. Cowboys are number four. How, how do? As Stephen A. always says, how do? Let, let me get to the Lions first, and then we'll hit the Cowboys. Or let me do the let's do the Cowboys first, because okay. you already hit the Cowboys. Um, They have the home game. They won the division. They're posers for sure. But they're home posers, and that's a difference. And, and I'd like to point out, they didn't have as bad of a finish... As the Philadelphia Eagles did. Oh no, not at all. The Eagles to go ten and one and finish eleven and six is bad. Cowboys just kind of floated around the top. They just floated around, you know, twelve and five, or they they floated around to get themselves to a twelve and five record. Yes, it looked bad. You know, you beat Philadelphia and then you had a real shot to prove yourself. You go on the road, tougher, and you get blown out by Buffalo. That's what I was gonna say. Like. The Niners game earlier in the year, they got destroyed in. But right. they hadn't been embarrassed. They won a lot and then mm-hmm. hadn't been embarrassed in any other game. And then game they beat Seattle. They beat game. Seattle, good win. They beat Philadelphia, good win. But then you go on the road, you lose. Then you had the Poser Bowl, you lose. And then you kind of you almost you lost three in a row you against the Lions. Lose to the Lions at home, which would have been your first home loss of the season. But still, I mean, the fact that they finished with a, sh- a better record than the Eagles is surprising. You wouldn't have expected no. that if you went back like How about weeks. that? We are now in what year, like 18, 17, something like that, uh, where the NFC hasn't has failed to go back to back years with a back to back divisional champion. How weird oh, is that? It's crazy. Yeah. You can't it's, make it up. What is it? It's and the weirdest part of it is right? 2003? something like yeah. that. The weirdest part of it is like the Giants and Commanders have like won like three or two times each. Even the weirder thing is the Giants haven't won in like years. Over a decade, yeah. Like, Since Eli. Yes. Like the Since com- early Eli. The Commanders, the Cowboys, and the Eagles, Cowboys and Eagles obviously, all have recent memory. The wins. Commanders did it in the COVID year. Because that was Brady, Brady went in going the first there. Round. Yeah, yeah they right. gave him a game. They gave him a, a decent. Yeah, game. right. We all gave Taylor him. Hennigan. We all gave him credit for that. So it's just sh- like the Giants are. It's like 2011 was the last time. But the still, won. I mean, the Giants have won like three, and the Commanders have won three. So it was just weird that neither the Eagles nor the or nor the Cowboys, Cowboys can, can just do back it to back. back to, why can't they do it? It's so weird. It really looked like the Eagles were going to this year too. And yeah. 
But we've said that in the past about the Cowboys, and they never did it. All right, to the but anyways, yeah. So the Cowboys, I put them high just because they have that home game, similar to me putting the Texans above the above the Browns. Yeah, onto the onto the Lions. This is the team that I'm rooting for on the NFC side of things, and this is the team that if the Steelers hadn't made it, but they did, suck at NFL. We're coming for that trophy. Uh, If the Steelers get bounced. I'm going to go towards the Lions. If the Steelers get bounced before the Lions do, I'm all in the Lions Lions. Yep. If the Steelers get bounced at any any point before the Super Bowl uh, and the Lions keep on trucking, I'm going to be pulling for the Lions. I mean, Mm -hmm. what possibly could you have against this fan base if you're Pittsburgh? The worst memory you have isn't even... About no, the, the best, Lions. the best is that you won in their in their home stadium. Well, right, but I'm also saying like the worst memory you have, they were just kind of around because it was the ref's fault that he screwed up the coin oh, in overtime. That Thanksgiving game yeah, Jerome It's like so, like you. That's the only negative memory that I can think of with the Detroit Lions and the Pittsburgh Steelers, and like they were again, like they were just around, like they were just there. Like, yeah, the Tigers and the Pirates. Oh, you could say the Red Wings, though. Uh, yeah, I mean, that was a classic, <laughs> classic, epic series between them and the Penguins. I'd but say I'm, it's even better I'm that— I'm just saying, like, there's no— really, really quick aside, though, I'd say it's even better that you split. Obviously, you wanted to win, but it makes it so much more intense that you— But, like, look at all the other contenders in the NFC. Like, you don't want the Niners or the Cowboys to match your Super Bowl record, and, and screw the Cowboys right. anyway. They have zero. Super Bowl record, you know what I mean. Damn Patriots. Um, dying us, I hate. But uh, tying the Steelers and the but Patriots. But now, with Brady gone, Belichick possibly gone, uh, you feel a lot you're, better. You're closer you're, than they are. Yep. Um, uh, you don't want those two tight. And Philly, Philly, you don't want the, the east uh, the east uh, side of the state to, to get any There's just no joy. one Ruth, wor- Ruth rooting for. <laughs> Ruth wow. Rooting, Ruth rooting worth for. rooting for. Than the Lions. Than the Lions. Yeah. yeah. Um, wow, that was tough. God, it's going to suck when the Stafford just rips their heart out. It's going to be like Kali Ma in Temple of Doom where they like take the heart out and show yeah. it at you. All right, number three. You want to do Wait, this? Your number four was the Cowboys. That's right. I went, so I went three, Detroit five and Dallas. Dallas four. All right, we're the same top three. So number it's three Buffalo, is Buffalo, three. Two is San Francisco. And your number one team heading into the playoffs. Uh, Baltimore. Your favorites to win. Baltimore Ravens. Um, Buffalo has this has been our top three for the past like four weeks. I feel like it's been a while. Yeah, uh, Buffalo, they did it. Five straight games. We said when they were six and six, you got to run the table to get in. They did, and not only did they get in, they got the two seed. Uh, they'll be at home unless they have to go to Baltimore throughout this playoff stretch. And you said there was a tweet about an update of weather when it came to Buffalo from yeah, Warren Sharp. Yeah, I, I can find it. And Warren Sharp said there's... It was going to be a bit of a, a tough day weather-wise. I got to hear. Buffalo. Normal winds, 25 miles per hour. That's normal. That's like just average With for the day. With gusts, they're up to 52 miles per hour. So it doubles. 23 degrees, a real feel of 7 degrees, uh-huh. and then snow. Good snow or just snow? Snow. snow. It doesn't say like a storm, but it says there will be snow. So the field will be clean because they'll be working on it. I don't think it'll be as bad as that one time when Lev Bell. Which, is that bad for us? Like, wouldn't it be better if there was more snow? I know the Bills want to run the ball, and I laid that out in the second episode, Mm -hmm. especially at home. They run the ball a lot. Uh, but Allen's going to be tempted to throw the ball. Like he's he's going to want to right. push the ball down the field in maybe 52 mile per hour gusts of wind, 25 mile per hour average winds do the Steelers a big favor in that category. Yeah, yeah but you have to imagine like we're, the Steelers aren't going to just 
ignore the past either. They can't. Right. It can't be completely one-dimensional. Although I will say this, now that I'm thinking about it, what if Josh Allen throws an interceptable pass, but a 52-mile-per-hour gust actually throws it into to Stephon, Stephon Diggs' Diggs hands. hands? Yeah, Same thing could happen to George Pickens, though. Same thing could happen to George Pickens. Uh, with the San Francisco 49ers, you know, I think the AFC, you know, the Ravens are the best team, but the Bills can beat them. The Browns can beat them. The Chiefs, I think, could still beat them. Hell, even the Steelers could probably yeah, beat them. If they get that, the Browns that too. The Browns That's why I too. said the Browns. Oh, okay. So they could all beat them. But you look on the NFC side. I just think it's the Niners. Yeah. Like I think they're I know they've had a hiccup this year in that three game losing streak, and I know they just lost to Baltimore at home. But I just don't see any team in the NFC being able to go into their stadium and maybe they put up a good game, but I I just think it's gonna be a win win two relatively easy games, and then they're going to be in the Super Bowl. It it feels like the NFC is more one-horse race and the AFC is a bit more wide open. Mm-hmm. I'm with you. It's You got to feel bad because you think that for, if you're an AFC team, it's so wide open, you have no idea. And if you, you always play that hypothetical, if we were just in the NFC, it could be so much easier for us. Well, here's what I'll say, though. Okay. I don't know if any of these AFC teams could go to the NFC and beat. I mean, the Ravens just did, but you get no. My I'm drift. not. Like, but the road to the championship game is much easier for the NFC. But to get to the championship game, it gets a lot harder. Whereas you go through yeah. Baltimore, I'd much rather do that if I was a Pittsburgh or even a Buffalo, right. maybe. And then the Ravens at number one. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they finished with the best they, record. They've been finished with the best record. They're going to have the MVP. Will they or won't they oh. choke? I think that's where we're at now with them. You know what I think is crazy. Um, and you might you might push back on this a little bit. Everyone's talking about coach of the year, right? Is it going to be D'Amico Ryan's? Uh, a lot of people thought it could be Shane Steichen. A lot of people thought it could be Mike Tomlin. I don't see John Harbaugh getting a lot of credit for coach of the year, and I wonder why. Because in Lamar's MVP year, Harbaugh won coach of the year that year. So I don't understand why that all of a sudden we're just so willing to say. Oh, it's Lamar, it's Lamar, it's Lamar. It has nothing to do with Harbaugh. You know who's going to win Coach of the Year, right? It's Ryan. D'Amico Ryan, right? No? Nope. He's playing in that game, though. It's going to be Kevin Stefanski? 100%. With no Deshaun Watson? They lost Nick Chubb. They have lost Deshaun Watson. They were starting DTR at one point. They started PJ Walker for a game. They went out and picked up Joe Flacco. They're an 11-win team. Dan Campbell lost it, you're saying, maybe? I'm, it's going to be Stefanski. He's going to win his second coach. Second. Of the year. His that's second absurd. Coach. And we're going to sit here as Steeler fans and watch an MVP go to Baltimore and a second coach of the year go to Cleveland. And a depoy. And both of those teams, and a depoy go to Cleveland, too, probably. And both of those teams potentially meeting in the AFC Championship game. But and, I- and, and a third potential award for the Browns. Does Flacco beat out DeMar Hamlin for comeback player of the year? It's the closest I've come to being like it's not Demar's award. Is with Joe Flacco. Like it's the closest I've been this year being like, no, it's Demar's. I saw somebody made a joke like it was it wasn't the best joke, but it was like <laughs> uh, Demar Hamlin's case like um, was able to come back after dying on the field, and then Joe Flacco's cases was able to come back after being on the Jets. <laughs> I mean, Good. that's terrible. Yeah. It's making light of what happened to Demar. Honestly. I would still probably give it to Hamlin because I'm a pit guy. 
<laughs> but Flacco went to pick oh, yeah, two. Yeah, right. What are you doing? <laughs> All right. Friday can't come soon enough. Sunday can't come soon but enough. But Friday is when we're really going to sink our teeth into this matchup. Uh, you're going to get that Friday energy going. Um, playoffs are right around the corner. Uh, just a few days away before it kicks off. I feel off. good. I feel good, too. We'll see how that carries over onto Friday's episodes. But until then, he's Jacob Recht. I'm Tom Opperman, and this has been the Steelers Standard. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA.